All right, everybody, welcome to the Artist Spotlight. We're featuring Lalian today, which is awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited about your upcoming uh, uh, collection that you have. Um, if you don't mind, I, I do want to just get started a little bit with, with a little bit of backstory. If you could tell me, you know, how you found your way as an artist, uh, that would be that would be a great spot to start to me because I'm always curious about the the backstory first, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I started drawing when I was little. Uh, I mainly started doing it because... Uh, I used to watch a little Batman, so I wanted to draw Batman, and I just started doing it. And with time, I started drawing more and more. I got better at drawing. So yeah, but I've been doing it on and off. I stopped drawing as well for like a few years. And you... uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, I just I wasn't sure if you went if you went to art school or if if you did something else and then came back to to drawing or. Oh, um, yeah, so uh, I didn't go to art school, no. Uh, I would just watch tutorials on YouTube if I wanted to draw a certain style. Uh, but uh, yeah, when I took a huge break, I didn't draw anything at all. I would just uh, do photography. So that was pretty much my thing. All right. And then um, how did you find your way uh, into making NFTs then from that point? Um, that's a good question. I don't exactly remember why I started doing it, because I know I wanted to do it before the L2 thing was uh, more like more known. I wanted to do it in OpenSea, but uh, I looked it up on YouTube and it looked really complicated. So I just said, forget about it. I'm not going to do it. And then I think I... Uh, I was on Reddit and I saw something about L2 or something in LRC. So I wanted to try it and then I started looking. I saw, I started asking people say that it was actually pretty easy. So um, I think that's how I started. I think that's that I decided to give it a try. And when was that? That was early this year. Okay, okay. So what, uh, what about the what about the KOAA collection? Talk to me a little bit about that. Like, how did Koa? Um, the, yeah, is that how you pronounce it, Koa? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought it was uh, just like a, an acronym or something. <laughs> it is, yeah. But if I write the entire name, it's going to be really long. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you going to let us know what it stands for? Or <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, it stands for Kings of All Apes, which is all pretty right. much the story behind it. So. Um, yeah, so the story behind it is about uh, three apes that, uh, you know, they, uh, they've they been friends forever since they were growing up in the, uh, in the, uh... <laughs> I forgot the name of it. Uh, anyway, since they were growing up. And uh, they heard this story about uh, that, you know, they used to tell them uh, during like campfires and all that. Uh, about a golden banana that whoever found it, uh, they would become king of all apes and, you know, get infinite bananas and, and uh, just rule. So they decided to take on that quest and search for it. Wow, that actually sounds like it could be a fun game to play. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it does sound like it. <laughs> so what, what inspired you to create this collection then? 
what inspired me. Uh, well, for one, uh, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, what's this monkey called? I forgot what the monkey is called. Anyway, it's a really cute monkey that's like really fluffy. And I saw this video on Instagram. And I kept seeing after that, I kept seeing it on YouTube. So uh, it inspired me to do something with monkeys. Also, I like monkeys. I think they're silly. I like the way they act and all that. Uh, so I just decided silly to monkeys. go ahead and do something with monkeys. And uh, But I wanted to try something different. I didn't want to do 3D this time. So I decided to do uh, like pixel art, which I've never done. So it was also like fun and kind of weird just learning again you know because like it's not like you have to draw like you just draw small lines and everything no you actually have to like think about the pixels what that pixel is going to do and what you're placing it there so it's really true it's more it's much more complicated than than it looks i've tried it and it really becomes about i mean it's it's definitely a process and you just selecting a a pixel that's like a slightly different color could make all the difference in the world, you know, <laughs> when you're, yeah. Yeah. So it just, and, and the shading and everything, like it's way more complicated than it looks. That's for sure. Yeah. Sh I had to watch a bunch of uh, tutorials on YouTube. So I would just like spend uh, most of my day just watching videos, uh, watching different people, see what they do, what they do. And like, also what, like looking at art from, uh, other people like l2 people from uh, the marketplace and see how they made their pixels work and why they added it there yeah. uh, and also for my character i had help because um i was barely getting started so uh, i had someone that helped me with the characters just so uh they could also help like i wouldn't just be the one making them and just being biased about my stuff so right right okay yeah i guess it's it would be great to have that kind of um like support you know so you can so you can uh have somebody to bounce you know ideas off of and they could tell you if it's good or bad or <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah um i think feedback is really huge when you're doing something so i know a lot of people don't like getting feedback or don't like sharing their work which is understandable you know people are not good at taking uh criticism they feel attacked but uh, as long as the other person does it right and it's constructive criticism uh i feel like you can get a lot out of it yeah i i definitely feel like as long as um as long as you try to just for me personally like as long as you try to take it in a way where it's like this person just wants me to get better you know what i mean it's not it's not i try not to take it uh too harshly. <laughs> I just, I just try to think, okay, this person wants me to get better. I want to get better. So the hurdle is just like, not, not like taking it personally or anything like that, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, have you, have you had any like challenges with that at all? Like with developing the characters? Uh, coming up with the character, uh, it was me and the other person. We did kind of have a we didn't know what we wanted to do at first like when you wanted to do a monkey but we didn't know if we wanted to do one monkey or we wanted to do like a group of friends and the original story of the uh of this was actually uh you know uh monkeys they 
uh, they go in the search for ice cream because they, they love ice cream. And they were just going to travel through different places until they find like the ice cream, uh, well, like a mountain made out of ice cream. But when we were doing the art and all that, I didn't really, I couldn't come up with a good story for it. So we scrapped that because I didn't want to do something and force myself to just do it with like no thought into it. So I scrapped it, I scrapped the whole thing. And after uh, a few weeks, I contacted that person again. I told him, oh, I think I got the idea. And uh, I just shared my idea with him. He liked it, so we started getting to work. And um, that's why you'll see some ice cream in the um, NFTs. It's kind of like a, an Easter egg of like what it was originally. Oh, cool. So it's kind of like a, a callback to, to the original design that you had? Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, and what about the, like, are there any, like, you know, other features that you want to talk about that kind of make, I mean, when you look at them, they're all so different from each other, you know, but they they stand out from one another. Like, it seems like there's some that are smaller than, than the other ones, like the younger ones. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, so... Uh... There, uh, so when I do something, I base it off of like uh, real life stuff, you know, like or inspiration. Like a lot of my stuff are from memes or uh, stuff that I watch, or not really watch, but here or like inside jokes. For example, uh, the Cyclops um, is not minted yet, so I don't think uh, anyone has seen it. Uh, there's the Cyclops and. Uh, as part of the NFT, that's uh, inspired by my friend because uh, he had eye surgery, so he could only see through one eye for like a month. So I call him Cyclops. <laughs> so, so uh, every time I do a design, I always try to include a Cyclops just because uh, when I show it to him, he gets kind of upset. He doesn't get upset; he gets annoyed. So that's funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and what about in like, in terms of, um, in terms of like promoting your work and, and, and this particular collection, what, like, have you had any, um, I guess what's, what are your ideas and your thoughts behind like how you, how you get the message out on a new collection and specifically like what you've been doing with this one? Uh, it's just a bunch of uh, promoting, like really hard promoting and trying to define your audience and trying to learn your audience, you know, you create a fake persona to uh, understand your audience better and try to just like, like show them your product and make them see, not convince them because when you convince someone, it's not like... They, it's not that they really wanted it. It was just more like, okay, uh, well, the way I see it, it would be like, all right, I'll get it. Just leave me alone. No, uh, you want to make someone want it, you know, that they actually want to get it. So uh, it's a bit hard uh, because, like, there's a lot of volume in the NFT community right now. So when you try to reach to someone or, you know, uh, be heard it's like everybody's screaming so you have to scream kind of the loudest mm -hmm. so you can be noticed yeah yeah and you know not to mention um uh you know so 
I, I also just did a pretty big launch and, and it was, uh, you know, the, the process of minting was pretty exhausting and the process of, you know, rallying everybody was pretty exhausting. And then by the time you launch, that's actually when the hard work starts. Cause now you've got to promote and keep going, you know, and keep, uh, keep pushing everything and, and getting your voice to be the loudest. It's definitely, yeah. it's a challenge. There's really no rest period, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Pretty much you're like working 24 seven. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How so. can I, how can I work harder? <laughs> Stay up later, you know, wake up earlier. <laughs> that's, right. Yeah. That's uh, it gets tired really quick. Mm -hmm. so but, uh, how i mean how have you how have you been keeping your audience actively participating in what your projects are um uh, i feel like i don't know uh i started doing a lot of giveaways which i know people like giveaways you know doesn't like free stuff but the thing is that I think I did it too much, so people now expect free stuff all the time. So when I started like uh, promoting different stuff on Twitter, or not promoting, but like posting different stuff on Twitter, I wouldn't. I would see little to no volume. And if I did a giveaway, I would see a bunch of volume. So that's when I noticed that uh, maybe doing giveaways a lot was not that right call. So. I'm trying to figure that out. How can I uh, switch from doing a bunch of giveaways to doing a few every now and then, but, and also, you know, still get uh, interactions and all that when I do different posts. Okay, okay. And in terms of, um, in terms of just how the market is in general, um, what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on like the current state of what's happening just in general with NFTs and all the other projects that are happening? I think that the NFT market is uh, like in an okay place right now. Uh, if you look at OpenSea, their volume shows that NFTs are not selling that well. So people that like to hate on NFTs or are not into NFTs, they might be like, oh, see, I was right, it's just a scam. But uh, people that understand it, or are more into this type of uh, scene, uh, they know it's not a scam. And, and people, it's just because, you know, crypto right now, it's like in the bear market. So not a lot of people are buying. They're kind of wary of like, do I want to buy this? Do I really need this right now? And stuff like that. Seems but, like uh, buying buying while, you know, everything's, everything's pretty cheap. So this is the time. <laughs> exactly, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. No, but you're right. It's like you have to, um, the way that like the media presents NFTs is just barely, it's like a very, very young understanding of it. You know, they don't exactly dig in too deep. And, um, and, and it's so easy to just, to just like glance at something and say, oh yeah, see, I told you so that that whole thing is dead. It's like, you need to dig so deep uh and 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 really have a much stronger understanding on 
their purpose. And I, I honestly feel like the best way people can do that is just by getting a wallet and starting to collect. You know, there's really no other way in my mind um, to, 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 to like to have that, that kind of understanding and education about NFTs. I don't know. I don't know what your perspective is on that, but <laughs> I yeah, know I, I didn't, I, I, yeah, I didn't get it until I got a wallet and now I, I, I'm all in. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it too. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, it's like with anything else, you don't understand something until you try it. You can like do it as much as you want and you may have an idea, but you won't really get the experience until you really try it and you're like hands on. But um, with the media, I don't know. The media is stupid, in my opinion. Like <laughs> they they just want, they, they write something just to have something to say that they did their, their job, but they don't really uh, do the research. There's uh, a few like blogs and all that, you know, a few, um, uh, there's some media that actually do their job and they actually care. But a lot of the media now is just like post, make something and publish it as much as fast as you can. Yeah. So. Yeah, it definitely feels like that. You're right. What about what about in terms of um how, you know, the potential for NFTs to to really revolutionize the way that we interact? I mean, they're really uh the sky is the limit and um there's just so much potential. I'm just curious to hear what what you have to say about that. Um, yeah, I think the potential is big. Um, well, it depends on who you ask, you know. But in my opinion, I think it's really big. Um, like I said, there's still a lot of people who think NFTs are a scam, and others who don't like change, uh, just because they don't understand it. Um, once more companies realize, what well, bigger companies realize that NFTs can be good not just for them but for their customers it'll be a, a big uh, game changer uh for example um what's happening right now with gamestop and their nft and video games you know uh everybody wants to own um uh, what you buy so if you're buying a game but you only have the rights to play the game but they can take it down anytime they want kind of like in overwatch one right now where they completely kill the game in order so uh, for everybody to move over to Overwatch 2. So people just lost that game, they lost money on it. And if it was like an NFT type of thing, it wouldn't matter because you still own that game and then you can just sell it for more. So you make your money back or a percentage of it. And the company, the company makes their original you know launch price but they also keep getting uh what do you call it uh, royalties so it's kind of like a win-win because they keep making money you know anytime someone sells it yeah yeah that's that's part of the reason why i'm uh really excited about about them because of the secondary market it just it's constantly going to take care of the original artist as 
as the NFT changes hands. And I just think that's so powerful. That's something that we haven't really experienced before. You know, as a writer, you you um you could publish a book and maybe do really great with those sales, but after that, it's out of your hands, literally, you know. So <laughs> somebody else po you know posts it on Amazon to sell it and someone else buys it and you don't you don't see any of that. You know, Amazon does. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really, it's just a phenomenal way to put the, the control back in the artist's hands. Very um, much. And like, mostly and because so you don't have to be suffering artists, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's our thing. That's why I like this because, you know, um, art can now actually be appreciated and, uh, you know, uh, artists don't have to give up a lot because companies like take advantage of them. So the thing I don't get it's uh, like some artists they they refuse to do NFTs or work. You know, for people that do NFTs, they see it as a bad thing. But then they're like, "Oh, please buy my art." Uh, you know, I'm struggling, and it's just like, "Well, you have this opportunity, but yeah. your pride is keeping you from you know." making mm -hmm. like passive income at least so i don't know yeah i i completely agree it's it is an opportunity um and and i i still think it's i still think even though there's a lot there are a lot of creators i still think it's it's still a great opportunity for people to get on board now and and create especially in this community i feel like we have a lot of really great support in this community, like like nothing else I've ever seen, and we're really lucky to have that. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Um, this community, the L two community, is really really awesome. They're like really supportive, and uh, like yeah, like you mentioned, I haven't seen that. Like uh, for example, if you look at the OpenSea community, uh, they're kind of like their own little group. Um, everybody's like divided into different groups and some of them seem to just be like really exclusive of who can be in the group. And mm -hmm. if you go to the L2 community, everybody's just like welcoming and everybody wants you in the group. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, uh, like, like, oh, you know, share, share what you're working on. And, and then, you know, you like, you share what, whatever it is that you're working on, you get feedback in real time from people. It's like, it doesn't seem like people are afraid or, or it's like they're not protective or overprotective of what they have. It's very open to me, at least. That's how I, that's, that's what I've seen is like, people just wanna throw ideas around and get inspired and collaborate and, get out of control with that whole shrimp thing that happened last week. <laughs> you know? That was great. That was so funny. Um, and, and super wild too, to just see people through, put their own take, you know, on it. It was just, uh, it was, it was so, it was so much fun. Um, I had something else I wanted to ask you too about um, what do you, what do you think in terms of, in terms of like how NFTs and the the specifically like visual art NFTs can be shown outside of people, like do you think? I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think it's it's coming where we get to 
experience people's wallets in a different way. You know what I mean? It's like, because right now, if I want to, if I want to see what someone has in their wallet, like what they're collecting, I just go to it. But I've been trying to think lately about how else we can have those experiences, you know, like through, you know, projected artwork on buildings and just other, I don't know, other styles of, of like being able to portray what it is like, that people are doing. Like a gallery or? Yeah. Yeah. Like galleries or, you know, if you think people are going to have monitors in their houses with, you know, that just kind of flips through their wallet. Um, oh, okay. I see what you mean. So kind of like a yeah. way to show their what's in their wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now it feels kind of hidden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't. Um, yeah, you're right. I didn't. I didn't really think about that. But um, having a way to show it in real life without having to open your wallet would be pretty cool. And just having it be a little more interactive. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something that I wonder about. Yeah, interactive in what way? Uh, well. I guess in any way, you know, interactive in, in any kind of a way. Um, for, so for example, like the AR work that's, that's, uh, that's out there, you know, being able to show that so that the public can experience it too, you know, instead of having it just on our phones and just able for us to like, like we're the only ones that can, that can view it. It's like, what, what would it be like if there was some kind of a, way for the public to access it you know if you're in a park and there's like a a screen or like a touch screen or something there and you can select the different you know nfts from that point and be able to like project it somewhere in the park or, or something like that you know oh then, yeah like a hologram yeah yeah and then it's like if there if it's like uh you know touch based so like if there's water involved or how can you like affect it i mean that's kind of that's kind of what I get excited about in, you know, in terms of NFTs and like interactive and just having the, having it be like a public display. Mm -hmm. I feel like that can be done, even though uh, it sounds really expensive because uh, in Japan, <laughs> there's like, um, there's concerts in Japan where it's not an actual person. It's a hologram of like uh, an anime girl or an anime guy. You know, and it's just a hologram that looks like realistic and they're dancing around and all that. And yeah, they they move like a human, they do things like a human, they interact, but uh it it is really expensive. So if there's a technology that makes it less expensive, I feel like a lot of people would be getting in on that. And it would actually, yeah, revolutionize the way that we see NFTs as well. Yeah. So the, you're telling me that there wasn't there wasn't an actual artist like is it a made-up person or is it just like somebody that had that was like acting or something and then they projected it um yeah so uh like it's a hologram of like uh an anime girl uh just dancing to music and it's like the artist makes the music but i don't uh i don't know if the artist has ever been seen or like that per the artist has ever shown themselves i think they just hide themselves through the uh anime design 
So that's what they project. They project the hologram, which is supposed to be representing the artist. Okay. Okay. And how do you, what are your thoughts on AI? I think it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I've seen some NFTs that are AI. I was thinking of doing one too. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I like it. I like that technology. Yeah, I think it's cool too. I don't think it's as uh, as easy as some people think that it is. You know, if you've ever messed around with any of those tools, um, the stuff that I've come up with has been pretty terrible. So you've got to really mess with it and like and get, you know, the keywords right. And then I think, you know, bring it into a, a program and and add your flair to it. Um, that's that's at least that's how I feel. <laughs> I've, I've never I never done a try to do AR, so I don't know what you mean, but like the keywords. Um, oh, no, no, I, I meant I, uh, AI. Okay, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking of VR. So, uh, yeah, AI. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, I think AI can be really powerful. Uh, it can, like, save time for the artist and... Uh, as in like you just enter the keywords of like how you want or what you have in your mind and instead of drawing it all out and you know spending like quite some time drawing it you can just have what you were picturing in your head in a few seconds and you can either if you don't like it you can just type the words again or change them change them up a little bit and you'll get something different like right almost right away and then from there, you can just use that as a base to, you know, expand in your drawing or something, which I think is really powerful. It saves a lot of time. And, uh, but also, uh, you know, it can help, like, with, uh, as I've seen it already, it can help with, like, people that are missing or people that are wanted, you know, like, uh, uh, police officers are just, like, using AI in order to construct the faces of those people that are missing or wanted oh wow yeah so i think ai is pretty pretty cool yeah that is really cool and it's also uh it's, it's really intriguing because uh we're kind of seeing the way that a computer sees reality compared to us how we see reality so you know you're kind of like going inside a I don't know, they're kind of like talking to the computer in a way that you both understand each other. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That is super cool. That is a really cool way of, of, uh, of thinking about that. Huh. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 it's just... Awesome, you know, like seeing a different perspective. It's uh, it's cool. Not yeah. a perspective I thought we would ever see, but it's there and it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, imagine what it's going to be like 10 years from now or even five or like one year from now. Exactly, yeah. There's uh, companies doing a lot of uh, research on AI and that's going like really incredible so you know uh like instead of one year or maybe a little bit more we're probably gonna have something like 
amazing. That's just going to blow our minds. So I'm sure, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Um, so uh, I'm curious about I'm curious about when you know I'm curious about what your thoughts are in terms of you creating. Like when you let me see. So uh hold on i'm just trying to put this together in my head here so okay when i when i go through my wallet i have a number of nfts that i look at and they bring up a lot of different emotions and memories you know some things are are sad some things are hilarious like the shrimp thing um you know, when you just have a barrage of shrimp in your wallet. <laughs> and, but, but one of the strongest things about them is, is that it, it's a, they're able to evoke memories for people. And, and that's not something that I really ever considered before I had a wallet, which is why I feel like it's important to have one. Cause that's part of the, that's part of the understanding on, uh, of, of NFTs and like expanding, your, you know, your perspective of them, what, when you like, when you cruise through your wallet or when you're creating, um, I mean, what, what sorts of like memories and things like that do you have in terms of creating them? And, and um, yeah, aside from your Cyclops friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I don't really go through my wallet. I do like every now and then. Um, but uh, when I create something, I usually just, uh, it depends, you know, sometimes I just create something because I'm upset, but I don't show that to anyone else other than myself. Uh, sometimes I create something when I'm, uh, when I want to try something new. And that usually just gets deleted because I end up not liking it. And, uh, but I completely forgot what you asked. Yeah, just, just uh, tell me what your, yeah, your memory, like your memories. Oh, yes, of... that's right. Yeah. Memories. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It depends on what I'm creating, to be honest. Uh, like, for example, like my, my friend, like you said, the Cyclops one. There's other stuff that I create, like uh, it can be an inside joke. Uh, in a lot of my designs, you can see a lot. Of, well, not um, not on this one. You can see it in some of this on this recent collection, but in other, like my previous uh, work, you can see a bunch of inside jokes from the internet, from people that I talk to, from like within my personal life. So. I try to include something like an Easter egg, uh, hope that I hope people find, and when they find it, they you know they have a laugh or something. They're like, "Oh, you got me." <laughs> something yeah, like that, I yeah. That. I love that. It keeps it interesting too. It makes it so that I don't know. I I think it, it kind of points back to that audience engagement piece a little bit and community building. If you've got something that you're sending people on a little bit of a ride for, you know, then it can just be way more fun to collect. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Like give them a memory 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what makes a great NFT? What makes like the best NFT ever? (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, It depends, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say the best NFT ever, but uh, maybe to some people, but I think, uh, what makes a good NFT would be uh, the utility that's behind it, if there's any. Uh, you know, NFTs don't always have to have utility. Uh, but also, um, if it's just a, an image, uh, the community behind it, I think, can make an NFT pretty cool, you know? Kind of like, uh, like Dodge. Uh, the cryptocurrency, uh, a lot of people hate on it, but the community, I think the community is funny. So. Okay. All right. In terms of utility, what, what kind of, like, tell me a little bit about what NFT utility means to you. Uh, it's something that you can use. Uh Okay, that's really vague. Um, something that you can use, like for example, um, like charity, uh, that would be a utility. Uh, it may, you know, it helps the uh, charity that you're helping, and it also makes people feel good because you're helping. You're not just uh, like taking your profits and keeping them for yourself or something. Not that it's a bad thing. I'm just speaking for myself, but yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, you help people, and I think helping people or helping the world is it's awesome. Uh, other uses that you can give your NFT is uh, airdrops. Uh, you know, kind of like a way to say thank you to your supporters, so they don't feel like you forgot about them. Yeah, that's cool. I I have yet to master airdrops. It's something that I need to figure out. No worries. It's uh, it feels really I'm, complicated. It's like one more thing. You know? <laughs> it's uh, I I I can't really speak about that because like I haven't done any, so it, okay, it so does I'm look intimidating though. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> okay, so in terms of the future for NFTs, where do you think we're headed? Uh, I think it's bright. It looks uh, we're still really early. I know people say say that as a joke sometimes for anything, but I do feel like we're actually really, really early because, you know, uh, a lot of people are still kind of like intimidated by them because they hate them or they just don't understand them. And more and more companies are getting in on it. Big companies too, kind of like Disney. And uh there's a soda company that's getting in on it. I forget their name. Uh, you know, Activision uh, gaming company. So the more uh, bigger companies get into it, a lot more people are going to follow. And once uh, they do, it's just going to be like, you know, it's going to be the new normal for just browsing the web and all this stuff, you know? Yeah, it definitely feels that way. The new normal. I mean, I know it's there's I feel like there's no getting away from it now as far as we're concerned. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's not. It's I feel like it's going to play a big role in the future of how the internet is developed from now on, you know, like kind of like uh and the way we look at ownership is going to be completely different. Yeah. So if anyone should be scared, it should be record labels or like publishers, you know. Yeah, because movie um, houses. Movie yes, yeah. movie houses exactly. Because like, yeah. they're not going to what was that? No, uh, go for it. I, I didn't oh, mean. That. <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear you. That's it's fine. Uh, yeah, because uh, they're the ones that are like exploiting the artists, and now that they won't have that much control over them, uh, they'll probably just go out of business if they don't find a way to survive in in this type of market. Yeah, it's so true. In terms of the movie business, it's like, um, you know, even the creative process if you get some big executive producer on board and they're, you know, they're the one, they're fun, they're throwing a lot of funds at the film, they can and have the right to, um, to, to change the narrative of what you're trying to create. And maybe that's a little bit harder for something that isn't like documentary, but in terms of documentary, that's that's really difficult. You get someone that comes in and they want to change the, they have an agenda almost. You know, they want to change the narrative of what you're, the story that you're trying to tell. But if you're able to fund a, a feature-length documentary through the utility that NFTs provide, well, you you've already, you already have your audience right there, and it's essentially you can just sell a collection of NFTs, fund your film, and then the film actually becomes the airdrop. You know exactly. And yeah, that's, that's what I'm much. excited about. It's like I I get so excited about that. It makes it so that people people can create, and the work has to speak for itself, right? That's how you build yeah. an audience. Like if the story is good, all you need is a good story. <laughs> exactly that yeah i agree with that and uh pretty much what you said like if someone you know give you gives you a big budget for your movie then yeah they have a bigger say kind of like a person that found uh finds a company they started but they need money to uh you know go further uh to expand the company they're going to reach out to investors and it's up to the founder how much they want to give or for example like um how do i say this uh like if the founder wants to divide the uh, wants to manage the things kind of like in boats for example um he owns a hundred percent of it and then uh an investor gives you like 50 percent of your budget that you need to think he has uh five boats and you have five boats so you i, I don't know if i'm confusing anyone <laughs> Yeah, no, it does makes that sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, it really guess, does. So. It definitely but, does. Um, yeah, I feel like once uh, right now artists are just like you know like uh, they have so much freedom now that they're getting into this, and I'm I'm always up for freedom, you know. I'm like, who doesn't love having freedom? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, seriously. And then in terms of you know, taking utility a step further, it's like you could create this project. You know, in my case, it's it's a documentary. I've got NFTs that I'm selling almost like movie tickets, you know, but then those NFTs, those movie tickets 
have a royalty attached to them and that that money could go to the charitable organization that my documentary is promoting, you know? And I don't know. I just think it's such a clever thing that we have and we're all super lucky to to be here uh doing all of this. It just blows my mind all the time. Yeah, I think it's I think it's amazing. I'm uh, wondering if there's any questions from uh, the people down below. And if you do have questions, I don't know how you, I, I think I would have to invite you up here. Um, but then you can also just like DM them to me too. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's been great chatting with you. I think oh, Bumble said they can raise their hand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, can you like raise your hand on here or? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. I thought that was just a Zoom thing. Oh yes, you can. There's a hand at the top. Okay. Nice. All right. So I don't know. Did did I miss anything? Do you have anything that uh that I didn't talk about that you want to tell us about? Uh, no, um can talk about your collection a little bit more actually, if you want. Okay. Yeah. Um do you have any questions about a collection or do you want me to just go off? <laughs> yeah, why don't you just why don't you just go off and, and let me know just sort of uh, what you have and and it hasn't dropped yet, right? On on the GameStop marketplace. No, I'm um, I'm still minting it right now, and I'm also waiting on something else. So okay. while I do that, um, I'm still going to be minting it while uploading it until it's ready. It's a total. It's a collection with a total of five thousand NFTs, and uh, it has around one hundred and eighty something um, uh, traits. So there's quite oh, wow. a lot of them. Yeah, okay. it's for yeah, it's for different um apes. Um, they all have their story, which I'll keep developing as I go. And uh, what else? Um, what else? Yeah, um, part of it. It's also uh, like you said earlier. You know, this story sounds like it could be a game. And yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. It's uh, right now we're kind of developing the game as well. So that's great. That's so, really yeah, great. That's, thanks. Um, and another thing about it is that uh, with every collection that I do, uh, I try to, uh, well, I'm going to try my best to uh, donate to charity. So for this one, I'm going to be donating to a charity that, uh, that they house. Uh, 1,200 dogs and like a uh, hundred and something cats, as well as other animals. But right now they kind of need uh, transportation so they can take their, you know, the pets to the vet or bring more pets in. And they also need land because they're having an issue with the government. So they need more land in order to expand. So I'm hoping that, you know, with this, I can donate to them so I can help them in a way in any way. Oh, wow. All right. That's amazing. 
Yeah, I just think there's 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 so many amazing um, things that people are doing to help others, and and it's just been really fun to watch, for sure. Um, I just want to make sure your your Koa NFT on on Twitter, right? Uh huh. Okay, so I just want to make sure people know where to find you, um, and. Um, yeah, I mean, Bumbleberry, unless you have any other questions or unless anybody's got any questions. Uh, no, nothing for me. Um, you guys have been wonderful. Are you there? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you now. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no questions for me. Um, I really appreciate, you know, everyone uh, joining and, and hanging out and listening to the interview. Um, you know, I've, I really enjoyed it. I don't know about anybody else, but uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's great getting to know you a little bit better, Lelian. You know, we've had a lot of conversations on uh, on DM, but uh, yeah, this was fun. Uh, again, yeah, thanks, Moon fun. Girl. Thanks, Lelian, uh, for participating, and thanks everyone for showing up. Uh, we'll do this again here in a couple of weeks, um, and we'll make an announcement of who the next uh, uh, the next guest will be. Great. Yeah, it's been yeah, a pleasure hosting you, Lalian. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. You were great. <laughs> All right, y'all have a great night. All right, you too. take, it Take easy. care. Good night. Bye.